Hey guys, it's your girl T, and it's just me tonight. And since it's just me, I thought I'd bring to you a topic a little closer to me. And I hope that you'll share, comment, and follow us on Instagram at Talk Therapy with Lee N T, the letter N, and continue the conversation with us or in the comments. As a lot of you listeners may know, I am a proud mother of two very handsome and intelligent boys, and motherhood is something near and dear to my soul and conscience. Like, it's the most important thing to me and in my life. And my boys come before any and everything in my life. But as most mothers know, it's also, it is also a very life-changing and challenging journey in many different ways for a lot of mothers. Or maybe you don't, because let's be frank here, today's modern media from television and print ads online and social media often glorify stereotypical stereotypical archetypes of what motherhood is. I'm here to tell you guys we're all sailing the same seas. We may not have the same boats or equipped with the same similar tools or with similar tools but I do believe we are all meant to sink and then swim. I'll be sharing some insight as well as answering some questions about the realities of motherhood. Just a disclaimer before I begin I am in no way shape or form a therapist. I do not have any doctorates or I I am just a regular girl who's here to share my perspective and hopefully that then you can gain something for your own. I'm going to jump right into um some viewer topics that they would uh, would like us to talk about and cover. All right. Um what is your opinion on this viewer wants to know our opinion on bougie mothers and they gave an example um a mom asked um about this topic because she had an incident where her daughter wasn't invited um to a party and they tried to hide it from her and her daughter and she couldn't really find any reason you know that they weren't invited other than you know, her just feeling that the mother was bougie. She didn't want her daughter around, you know, um, her new baby, supposedly. And um, she just she just wants to know, what is, what is our opinion on that and bougie mothers? My opinion, um, this is a, a good, um, a good topic just because um, there's it just shows one one of those dynamics of moms that are that that aren't necessarily negative but absolutely toxic you know what i'm saying because um this mother actually um we had a conversation about this topic um because i wanted details so we so we could know you know um so i could know you know what exactly she wanted my insight on and basically um 
she just felt like, you know, um, her daughter was excluded because she, um, and we'll get into this topic next, um, because she's different from other kids and she has, um, some mental health, um, I wouldn't say, I don't want to say issues because they're not issues, just some, um, setbacks and, um, do you know, just development, but at the same time, this little girl is very much a normal little girl. And if you, you know, didn't know her personally, you wouldn't know, you know? So, um, <laughs> bougie mothers are pretty just, they, they make everything uncomfortable in parenthood because you start to, that's this a, a, a big thing at bougie mothers. They make you as a mother question your methods. You know what I'm saying? They make you question your own methods with your children. They make you, um, they make you analyze the things that you do and they may make you feel self-conscious and, um, even your child's self-conscious, especially if your child's a bit older and, and her daughter is older. She's nine. And obviously she understands, um, somewhat that she's being excluded from something. And as, you know, mothers, we, we always strive to, um, you know, we always strive to try to do our best to make our children feel good about themselves and that's and and th- that's pr- that's pretty much the opposite of that why would you want another child to feel excluded when you know we all are trying to love our children right bougie moms you know they come into the equation with with certain standards and if you're not if you or your child aren't living up to those standards then I my personal opinion is fuck that mom (laughs) you know what I'm saying like for lack of better words at the end of the day if you if you as a mother are going to set the president for our daughter's friendship and that and that is it then then we we don't need to you know move forward in letting our daughters have a relationship because at the end of the day and I'll we'll get into this too you're definitely um you know teaching your daughter how how to act and this mother actually let me know that it was um you know the the way that she found out about the whole incident was because the little girls were in school talking about it and her daughter was kind of like well hey like what party are you guys talking about you know what i'm saying so at the end of the day if if you don't if you are trying to figure out well how do i go about dealing with a mother like this my opinion is don't don't why if you're trying to teach your child better values then any negative influence is an influence so just cut it out you know what i'm saying cut that out of you know your child's life if you don't want them to have to experience you know feeling a stranger like an out outcast it's not right especially when it's not warranted um another topic 
from a viewer um, that they wanted us to give some insight on what is um, mothers projecting their judgment on people who are different. And this is a big one for 2019 because as a lot of us um, know, there's thousands of different ways that people are identifying themselves nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, much respect to the LGBTQ community. Um, there, There's things that our children are now um, faced with outside of that community. Um, the mental health community, the, um, you know, the autism community. There are, um, you know, lots of different types of people in this world. And um, this view, this viewer actually wanted us to talk about those mothers who um, basically don't teach their children, you know, about that. And I think, um, getting into it, in my opinion, that a great deal of that it boils down to what type of mother you're trying to really be to your child and what type of mother you are sometimes um people are just simply blinded by their egos you know what i'm saying not everybody is as enlightened as the next person um there's just so many different reasons why a mother, you know, wouldn't teach their children um, to treat people the way they want to be treated. And it's not even just, you know, um, just pure nastiness. Some people are just very, very naive to that. And n not to not give them fault, because at the end of the day, we're all living on earth. And you have, you know, you, you, you have a way that you act. And you you gotta you're gonna be held accountable sooner or later for how you treat people right but um just of the fact of the matter is that some people are just that insanely ignorant and um you know as as you progress as a mother and as a human on this earth you really do have to accept those flaws in other humans and when I say accept, I'm definitely not saying um, make excuses for them, defend them. It's not right. It's definitely not right to treat other people rudely and to let your children treat people rudely and not to reprimand them. Re reprimand, you, you know, your child once they are treating someone rudely. But just, you know, just to be more rest assured that, you know... It's not a reflection of yourself, and it doesn't have to be. If I feel like, you know, um, people who don't want to teach their children to treat people the way they want to be treated are just that, that other side of the spectrum of this world where we have people that are, you know, accepting, non-judgmental, and those people get older and they um you know they they do good things and and then there's just bad people there's murderers there's rapists and then you know there's it's a wide spectrum 
of these saints down all the way to the rapists and everyone in between, right? And those people in between are just sometimes rude. Rude as fuck. Nasty. Judgmental. You know what I'm saying? And then once if you are a person that's not trying to change that, sometimes those people have kids. Sometimes those people have kids. You know what I'm saying? If it's any um if it's any way, shape and or form in your power to be a you know, a, a person in that child's village, be a positive one. Be a positive force in that child's life. Because that's really all you could do with children who are I feel like that's definitely a form of emotional abuse. Because even though they are not um directly abusing the child emotionally or physically or anything like that the things that that child will have to deal with in the future as a young adult and as an adult that's gained the perspectives the way that they did from their negative parents and from their nasty parents is going to just deal with a lot they're going to deal with a lot in life they're going to deal with a lot of negativity that they are going to be attracting to them to themselves but as a child myself who came from a more negative background, a more negative upbringing, I will say that there is hope for those children. There's hope for those children because a lot of those children are definitely resilient. A lot of those children don't like what they see in their parents. And they definitely have a chance of becoming a positive, enlightened you know, ball of light human being. So, you know, I would just say, like I said, if you if you can be a part of that child's village, just do that. That's all you can do with those situations. Okay, another topic from a viewer. Um, they want us to talk about stay-at-home moms that are very privileged, but act like they work full-time jobs. Now, this one's a really touchy subject just because um, as mothers, and um, I'm pretty sure a lot of women could attest to this, we just do have, we, we, we show respect to stay-at-home moms just because we, we understand what it is to be a mom full-time. We understand what it is to deal with our own children all day, every day. Like, personally, I can say that I tip my hat off to my child's teachers all to all the time because my boys are bright and they're adventurous and they're funny, but they're a handful. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm their mother. I love them. Um, but I'm also not a trained professional. I'm, I, I, I don't desire to work with children. <laughs> so, you know, staying at home and, and being a mom was never my um personal goal and it's not something that I feel like I can even do you know what I'm saying so I definitely show a great deal of respect to the women that are not so privileged but stay at home with their children and raise them and love them and you know maybe step back from the career aspect of their lives and but I do 
understand and I and I know about what this viewer is talking about with privileged stay at home moms. Those mom these are the moms with that, you know, they have a maid. <laughs> you know, they have a housekeeper, they have a chef and it may sound like I'm talking about someone's, you know, celebrity wife, but I'm actually talking about some Long Island moms. Some of these moms out here are very well off financially and they stay at home and their husband works and they have everything that they need in the home, including people, actual bodies in their homes, helping them with their children and the day-to-day task that it takes to take care of them. Right. And, um, so my, my take on that and, um, is definitely probably the same as those, you know, rude and bougie parents. It's just something that, you know, you'd have to let these people just hang themselves, for lack of better words. You know, these people are going to, like, they, you, you see that they, um, you know, they are well off. Their children, you know, are in every program. They they seem like they have it all con- under control. Yeah, they have it under control because they have five people helping them. There's someone doing the laundry. There's someone cooking. There's someone doing laundry. I mean, there's someone folding laundry. There's someone, you know, actually taking care of their kids and taking them to the park, taking them to school. A lot of these ladies, they sit around and drink wine. You know what I'm saying? But they'll come to, you know, maybe they'll come to the Girl Scouts meeting, you know, and be talking about how they're just so tired because they've had such a crazy day and you know deep down inside that their long day consisted of walking the dog and finishing off their you know their weekly wine bottle right you just have to have that confidence in your methods of motherhood and know that the way that you're going about raising your child and the in the ways that you are acting because we all know that children are sponges until you know what i'm saying like they we we like to say toddlers are sponges but children are sponges they take every single little way we act and they learn that when they are choosing how to act it's just the truth so when you start feeling those ways about these mothers about this bougie mother about this judgmental mother who who her child is very rude to autistic children you know or this stay-at-home mom that she just swears that she's the hardest working mom there even though she's you know she has curated dinners by a chef just know that the hard work and dedication and the struggle that you are, you know, persevering through is the is is that catalyst that's going to be the success of your children in the future. It's going to be the emotional stability of your children in the future. Because let's be honest, a lot of these types of people and 
this is about what we don't talk about with motherhood, right? A lot of these ladies' children are going to need therapy. (laughs) And we all could attest to that. You know what I'm saying? Some of us even have experienced these type of mothers. And just know that your motherhood cannot be dampened by this type of motherhood. What is the hardest thing about motherhood? That's a very taboo question, right? Often women are, I feel, pressured to always have a sense of gratitude and appreciation for being a mom, right? But the reality is, it's not always easy to keep that positive attitude. The kids don't listen, <laughs> you know, they, a lot of the time, you know. But as parents, it's our job to love and guide them by teaching them the right they're you know right from wrong so I'd like to say in my opinion the hardest part about being a mother is probably disappointing yourself maybe a plan fell through or uh, or, or your child uh, you know or your child does something so far for from what you're teaching them but either way my advice is don't be so hard on yourself As humans, we're all a work in progress, and motherhood is just one of those human dynamics we all have have the capability to conquer. Okay, the next question. In what ways did motherhood change you you as a woman? That's a a crazy question. Like this, this can be so, this, this can be so many ways for me personally. Caring for a life is obviously a life-changing event. Even though I was 21 when I had my first son, you can say I was definitely still a child. (laughs) And um, I was living with my boyfriend. We'd been together for about two years, almost. And we lived a totally different lifestyle. You know, we went out every other weekend. We had our friends over every day, almost. And um, we were already all entrepreneurs, so we did business so much more. Like when I'm when, all the time, in between, you know, after work, not sleeping, all I was at a night too, you know. Um, but having my first baby was scarier than any other big experience I've ever had. Like it's the biggest reality check. I know mothers listening can relate to that feeling you got. When, you know, it's time to give birth and every one of the children, too. Like, it's it's the same every time you have a child. It's like you're looking at your future, literally. It's a glimpse into everything that you're about to face. You become whatever you need to be for your child when you have them, you know? Personal chef, therapist, medic tutor, you know, a cheerleader. As a woman, you realize in motherhood, all character flaws, you're all your character flaws, Ben, you know, because they'll all be married to you in your children. They'll be very easy to recognize. You, anything, I, I know all the mothers out there could definitely relate to that. Just seeing your, your child do something and just being like that, you know, I can't even be mad because that, that's me, you know. So 
And in that recognition, you'll have to adjust your own thinking to help your child progress. That's the key here, right? Growing as a mother is included included in growing as a human. It's it's a part of human it's part of being human, right? All right, this next question. Have you ever experienced not feeling a connection to your child? If so, how did you change that? That is a big one. That's a huge one for mothers. That's a big one mothers never, never speak about. You know, to the average, it sounds crazy. Like, how could you not love your baby, right? That's your flesh, your blood. I can say from experience, you know, to the mothers who experienced this, and thank you for this viewer question, this is normal, and it's something that will, it will pass, I promise you. And I could also give a few reasons that may help you realize it's all right, and you can just work, you could work with that. You could work this, you could work through this, you know? When you have your baby, you're you're bringing a life into this world. Do you know, you understand? Physical and spiritual labor. You're finally wrapping up nine long months of labor, too. You know what I'm saying? If your if your pregnancy was difficult, especially. So you have to you have to first realize that emotional toll that you you've already taken. You know, or you were you had a stressed a stressful pregnancy or dealt with stress. You know, this could attribute to the initial lack of that bond you're feeling. And it's it's um you know, it's unconscious resentment. You know, let's let it's okay to say that. Just you know, it's something. Something to rem- remember is your baby is growing and changing, and you will be too. Your physical, your physic, you're physically recovering because you're physically different. You're mentally adapting to to being a mother. You know, don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself by having unrealistic expectations of yourself. You know. You know. Bask in those private moments with your new baby, you know, and watch them grow up close, you know, from up close. You'll soon feel that bond grow. Don't ever be afraid to ask for help either because you cannot, we all need someone, at least one person to get through something, to get through things, you know. If you feel like you really have no one, Try an online support group. There's, you know, it's 2019. There's so many groups and communities on all these social media platforms, you know, in addition to bringing it up with your doctor or your therapist, you know, and and they'll be always, always happy to help. But never be ashamed of this or to ask for help about this because you deserve that, that beautiful, beautiful bond that motherhood brings. And like I said, personally, I will I will be the first to attest that that bond comes. My first child, I, you know, it was my first baby and um, everything was new. It's different. But when you, you know, sometimes I had my second child and 
I was in the middle of a stressful life. I had a lot going on with me. And, you know, that um, that bond that we share now is something that I worked hard for. It's something that, you know, I really, you know, put everything to the side and said and, and looked at my baby in his eyes and was just like, listen, I love you. And I'm and I'm going to keep working to get to know you until I feel it for real. Because I do, I know I love my child, right? Don't ever doubt the love that you have for your child just because the the you feel like the bond is not there yet. Okay. The last thing I want to talk about pertaining motherhood, and I know this was a very very short podcast, but me and Lee are very um busy boss ladies, so we're we're getting everything together for you guys, and we're gonna be bringing you. Some longer, a longer episode, definitely next episode. But the last thing I want to talk about pertaining motherhood is being pressured to fit into a certain role, right? It's obvious that every mother's journey is so different. Some mothers are single, others are living with their mothers, you know, and not every mother's mom is even the same. Mommies go through so much. You know, so many struggles sometimes that it affects your parenting. But I am here to let you know that you have to rest assured that no one is meant to live a perfect life. Like, that is the main thing about progressing and being comfortable in motherhood. No one's life is perfect. Please realize that, mommies. And daddies who are listening and um, people who are listening that care for young children or have young children that they care about in their lives um, and may not feel that they are perfect because caring for a, a young person's life is you being part of their village. And that's, you know, for our future, for everything that's going on today in today's society, that's the most important thing you know just being a support system for a child somewhere for the future okay and for me personally I had to experience a lot um of my motherhood without my mother so ironically helping you know me to further understand the dynamics of you know her through her relation to her daughter me I saw the hardships in motherhood, you know, that maybe she was willing to, you know, she wasn't willing to handle and conquer, you know. But I say that to say that every mother's journey is very unique and you have to accept yours as special. Don't feel pressured for it to be a certain way, you know, when there's literally so many ways it could be from A to Z from you know the furthest ends of the two spectrums there's so many types of motherhoods good bad ugly and if you can pat yourself on the back you are one step ahead of the game honey okay don't ever 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 feel like you know you have to fit into the certain mold that mold that um 
motherhood is portrayed to be. Okay? You just have to make it on your own and have that confidence and inner guidance. Okay? Okay, that's all for today's episode of Talk Therapy. Um, Next episode will definitely, definitely be with me and Lee. And um, we'll give you a great group discussion. Please follow us on Instagram um, at Talk Therapy with Lee and T. L-I-Y, the letter N, the letter T. I am T and please take care of yourself and each other. God bless.